Welcome back to another episode of the Balcony Chatter Podcast. I am your host, Andrew McKenney, with my co-host, Tim Taylor, and it's been a minute. It has been a while. It has been a little bit, so we have a lot of stuff to talk about, and let's let's try to just get into it because I know that we're going to go on some tangents here, <laughs> yeah. and it's going gonna, it's gonna to go off the rails yeah. at some point, I'm sure. They're so. all going to be fun, though. Hang in for the ride, guys. It's going to be Yeah, good. for sure. Lots of... Well, there's some bad to catch up on too, but yeah, <laughs> there's plenty of bad. But, um, but let's all right, all right. So since since we're recording this on Wednesday after the Celtics game and the Celtics, Celtics happy Cinco de Mayo, big. by the way, everybody, happy Cinco de Mayo. That's true. Happy Cinco de Mayo. Don't for, can't forget about that. Hopefully, you had some um, tacos or whatever you you know wanted to eat today for that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, I mean, I figure we'll talk Celtics a little bit because they just. You know, they just finished up and, and won pretty big in the game. So um, I figure we'll get your take on it. All right. Well, I, I want to say the Celtics did tonight what I haven't seen them do most of the year, which is be a hobbled win? team. Well, oh. <laughs> win, win without all all three guys, uh, without Tatum, oh, okay, okay. Walker, and Brown. No Brown tonight. Uh, and Kemba really stepped up in a big way, dropping 32 for us. Um this is a put-away game. This was a should-have-won game. The Magic are atrocious. They've been giving people trouble with next to no one. Shout-out to Mo Wagner, who was, on us, who was on our team for like five minutes and is now dropping like 20 points a game for them. Um, that's fine. He wasn't going to fit in here. Uh, yeah. It's just th- this was a game that, you know, the Celtics were a 12-point spread. They, they won by, you know, over 30, almost 40. And uh, this, these are just games that they've been dropping. And I don't know if there's like a little fire under their ass because it, it does look like we're facing, we're staring down the barrel of the play-in tournament, you know, as we're tied with Miami at the moment. And, uh, you know, don't have the friendliest of schedules left. But um, it, it, it was good to see them just put it away. And, I mean, straight up, we have to play Miami twice. So we basically got to play for it. Um, but... I don't know. The Celtics have been incre- incredibly frustrating. They they are the reason that they're flirting with the play-in tournament. Um, I'm I don't even want to talk about all these naysayers to the play-in tournament after how much fun it was until your team was a part of it, because <laughs> I I still think it's awesome and it's in- entirely our fault that we're here. And LeBron also came up with this idea in a tweet over a year ago, and then is now furious about it because the Lakers might be in it. Shocker. Pretty funny. Um. I want to say I want to say two things real quick because I think that it might steer some conversation. First thing is shout out Jason Tatum because we haven't talked about him dropping sixty. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Also shout so, out Jason Tatum. We were at his uh, his first career triple double. Yeah, and, and you, he live. did not play well. He had a it was the worst career triple double I think I've ever yeah. seen. He was three of seventeen <laughs> shooting with like ten points, eleven assists, and twelve rebounds or something like that. But, but yeah, but it is what it is. It is. He's been on a tear. Eastern Conference Player of the Week. Again, he's the only guy to do it three times as a Celtic since Kevin Garnett. That can't be a bad thing. I think that's good. I yeah, think confirm. it's pretty good, yeah. Yeah. So, I uh, no, shout out Jason Tatum. He's He's been an absolute monster, and it's just, I mean, you know, what my problem with him has been, I've been no stranger to, uh, you know, talking about it on this podcast and to you. It's just, it's his maturity it's like it's not that he's like an immature guy or anything like that but it's it's maturity in in shot selection uh and it it just feels like he's taking a lot 
smarter shots. He's not dribbling one foot inside the line and then pulling up a contested deep two. Uh, just statistically, that doesn't even make sense. Just stay where you are and shoot the contested three. Um, but yeah, no, he he has come into some sort of form here, and it's it's big. Shout out Jason Tatum. Shout out Jason Tatum. What else? Um, my other thing is it's going to be a – this is a hot take, but I'm going to say it, and I know that you're going to – you're going to have feelings about it. Let's so go. with us coming up to the end of the season here, kind of in short order, I mean, we're, we're I mean, on the yeah. tail end of it. Yep. I don't know if it took me this long to realize this or not, but I'm just going to say it and you can tell me what you think. Okay. This team is bad. Okay. This Celtics team is bad. All right. They're not good. Like even so healthy, I mean, even when healthy or just in general, the whole team. N- no, no, no. I just mean this year. We're not good, and yeah. I don't know if that's contributed to the injuries because, to be fair, we've put the real team out there. Can you count it on one or two hands? Like Maybe one. Maybe one. Exactly. And I would, so, I would be hard-pressed to give you two, especially exactly. with, especially so with the think, movement we've done. So I think that plus I really do – I'm starting to feel like this team has a lot of guys and not – they're, that don't go together. Mm-hmm. Like, they have a lot of good players. Don't get me wrong. Like, a, a bunch of their players are amazing. I mean, obviously, you got Kemba, and you got Tatum and Brown, and, I mean, the list kind of keeps going, but th- it just seems like a bunch of guys together, and it's not really working out the way that they anticipated it would when they got Tristan Thompson and, you know, the additions that they made, I don't think really went exactly how they expected it yeah. to. Yeah. Listen, now, statistically Tristan's a plus, but yeah, chemistry-wise it, it's there's been a there's something's off, yeah. I mean, you expected it I expected this team obviously we talked at the beginning of the season we did a a preseason, you know, preview for the Bruins and the Celtics and we were both pretty high on both of them and and on paper there we should be. Yeah. So I don't know if it was like I said, if it's the injuries that stacked up over the season or if it was just that for some reason they're not clicking. I but mean, I, I think this team's bad. This is my favorite team since 2017, truly. And, I mean, I'm not, I'm not to say it's the most talented or anything, but it's like the least amount of guys that I get frustrated watching in a Celtics uniform. Right. You know, shout, yep. out, shout out to Brad Wanamaker. Um, <laughs> so, uh, and, but I don't know, man. I, I, they're bad. They're clearly bad. We're sixth in the East. We're flirting with seventh. Uh, you know. It would it like, would this be a different year? We're, we're kind of even flirting with not making the playoffs. Almost, I mean, not really. Would it, no, yeah, it's we'd be flirting with losing losing out on the playoffs if if this was a real year. We're, we're pretty safe with the play in, but you know, six games remain, and there's there's only four games between us and Indy, who sits in ninth. Um, but that that being said, I I I love this team. They are bad, but. There's things clicking right now that could make for playoff upsets. What do you expect this team to do, Andrew? In the playoffs? For, do, you, do you expect them to win? I mean, assuming they get through a play-in or they weren't in the play-in, do you expect them to at least win a, a series? Yes. I think that they can... Absolutely, pull out a series win, mm-hmm. and I don't think it really matters who they who they um, match up against because whether it's the play in or it's the first round, I think that they 
can outplay just about anybody that they might. I, I don't know. I shouldn't say that. I, I, it, it, because they're so, like. I mean, it's so very matchup based, to too. This is a tough question because it's very matchup based. But, you know, hypothetically, yeah, should they win a series? I think they should. I mean, they have what it takes. Um, you know, if all of those guys are playing playing their game, which everybody knows that, you know, if players are healthy, their game gets elevated in the playoffs. It's just how it is. I mean, it's a bigger stage. It's for a bigger purpose. I mean, whether, you know, it's better than playing a game in January where it doesn't really mean a whole lot or whatever. You know, it, it, it means a lot going into the playoffs. Every game matters. Um, and I think that they do have the ability to win a playoff series and, like you said, I mean, they could potentially upset some teams or whatever it is and make it, you know, win a couple rounds. But I just don't really see unless you get that 60-point Tatum, maybe not 60 points every game, but, <sighs> yeah. like, that style of him, you know, he he's so frustrating because one game he could have nothing. The next game he could have 60. He was on a tear until we saw him. Right. He was and, on a tear. Look, you said it, man. I don't want to say that because I don't want to be the guy who who brought down Jason Tatum. But, I mean, that's how it went. He let us down. That's how I see it, Andrew. <laughs> that's fair. I think we should, yeah, we should go that way. Uh, shout out to Daniel Tice's revenge tour. Congratulations. Um, <laughs> shout out losing to the, to the Chicago Bulls. Oh, my God. Just didn't show up for the third quarter. That was cool. That was cool. Um, I Yeah, I mean, listen, I think this team... There's some sneaky stuff happening. I love Jabari. Uh, you know, we're a much better team, obviously, when everyone's healthy, but especially when Robert Williams is healthy. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we don't... Tristan is... At the end of the day, Tristan Thompson, yes, he brings statistically rebounds. He's a... You know, he is a rim protector. But at the end of the day, he's six foot nine. That's not... He's small. He's on the small end of centers, and he works with that, and he's become successful with that. He's won championships with that. But at the end of the day, that's still what he is. Our rim protector is is Bob Bill. That's who we need healthy. That's who we need in the playoffs. We need Tristan with meaningful minutes off the bench, surrounded or pretty much split because you know you don't want to wear, you know, Bob Bill down too much. But we've got that. We got Jabari, who I like a lot. He looked good when we saw him too. That alley oop was sick. Uh, and then the the real surprise that has come out just in the last couple of weeks is 16th overall pick in the draft, Aaron Neesmith, who has been earning minutes outside of what we drafted him for, which was shooting. There is room on this bench, as you and I both know, with all these damn lineups that we see get put in on night in and night out. There is plenty of room, and now Aaron can earn a name and a spot on there. He could be the eighth man. He could put up the threes, and he's getting steals and turnovers and blocks. Aaron Neesmith figured it out, and that's really been awesome to see in a huge plus this season, especially after how Pritchard came out of the gate so hot. It's just a, it's good to see both first-round draft picks from last year looking really good. I mean, that you're looking at future, right? So, I mean, that's, that's definitely a good sign, and it's exactly what you want to see. Yeah, so, I mean... I think I th I would expect us to win one. I would expect expect us to get through the playing series if that's what happened, the playing game, uh, and then I would expect us to win a series or two. Honestly, I think we can win two. I wouldn't expect us to win two, but I think we can. Um, let's see what this team's got because it's just like I don't know. We've never we've we've said since the preseason we don't think this team is a contender, and they've they've <laughs> they've proven us 
more than true. They've proven us more than. I mean, I would have said this is the fourth seed. You know, I'm 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 pretty shocked to see us down, like almost kissing seventh. Well, it really does come down to a couple things, right? It comes down to health, first and foremost, and then it also comes down to which one of these Jekyll and Hyde type Celtics teams are you going to get? Yeah, you know, they're they're so they're either on or they're off. It's so night and day with them sometimes that that's why I keep saying that it's it's so frustrating to to watch because they have so much talent and they have so much of what it takes. And I don't know if that's what it takes to win it all, but you know that's what it, they have. What it takes to make it to clearly the Eastern Conference Finals, because that's what continues to happen yeah. with them over the last however many years. Um, but they just are missing that one step over that you know that last hurdle, right? Yeah. You know, even just making it to the finals, I think, is a huge confidence booster for these younger guys who are on the verge of becoming, like, superstars. Yeah, we know that Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown are, like, basically superstars at this point, but uh, Jason Tatum's a superstar when he's consistently having good nights, not 60-point nights. I mean, that's just getting ridiculous. But, like, when he's having night after night, he's having good nights. When when he has the occasional off night, that's when you're a superstar, really. I mean, you don't see a lot of, um, you know, Steph Curry and all them having – a ton of off nights in a row where we've seen over if to be fair he's he's still young and that's kind of the learning part of the game but you know you can tell when there's a real superstar and how they play 100 100 so. and, and and honestly i mean all these brad teams don't they feel like he's done more with less and so now you yeah. see him with the pieces and he does less with more and it's just it's weird it's it's hard to know how to feel about it that's why you get so many you know in my opinion, irrational takes of fire Brad. It's just, it, it's an absolutely ridiculous notion. Just what? Cause you didn't, yeah. cause you've never seen him yell. He, he, you're coming for his head. It's just like, shut up, dude. He's he, three out of the last four Eastern conference finals. He's going to figure uh, out. He, he wants to be there. He wants to win. He's going to figure out how to get there. I don't know. This isn't the roster. Has, I, this is a stupid question, I think, but has he missed the playoffs as head coach? Like multiple times? No, I I think he missed the first year. So that's another thing too. I don't know. If like, he's, hold on, now I gotta see this. You look around the league, right, and you see all these coaches, or you see these teams that just don't make the playoffs, or they're they're just not good. And then you have a coach that brings your team to the playoffs, gives them a chance every year. It's like, what what more do you want? I mean, it's the same type of thing with with hockey too. I mean, they've said. There's been people saying, oh, fire Bruce Cassidy because he didn't do this thing or that thing or the team played bad for four games straight. And it's like we went to the cup. We went to the fine, the Eastern Conference finals. We did all this stuff. We won the president's trophy. It's like, what more do you want from these guys? They, they, If they don't win a championship, they should be fired. That's basically what it is. Yeah. So. That's that's Boston, baby. That's that city we, yeah. we live in. It's a tough. It's a tough market. Um, I'm pretty sure he just did not bring the first team to the playoffs. Uh, I think you can cut him a little bit of slack on that. Yeah, especially when I if I read you the roster, you're going to cut him every ounce of slack. <laughs> My God, it's it's horrendous. Shout out to Vitor Favarani. I remember him. <laughs> Shout out. Let's let's remember some names. 
Yeah, no, he's made it every year but the first year. So he's on a he's on quite a streak right now. And uh, that's that yeah, first year he made him. it. Yeah, get rid of him. He, he almost made Jordan Crawford an NBA All-Star, and the guy never stayed in the league, league after that. But no, yeah, fire Brad. Sure. I don't know. We'll see. It's just like we're just going to throw shit at the wall and see what sticks for the for the Celtics here. Six more games to make sure you're not in the play-in round. I don't know if they'll do it. It's not the easiest of schedules, and uh, every single must-win or every single should-win is an L for me after the Thunder game, so I, I got nothing. I got nothing. I'm I'm along for the ride and I'm enjoying it. I guess. <laughs> Good win tonight. I don't know. But how any about, any other any other Celtics comments that you have so far? I don't know. I'm just it, it it dude. Literally to sum up my my take on the on the Boston Celtics season, it is what it is. That's all I got. Yeah. That's literally for uh, sure. That's all I got. I just want to see growth. It's not this year. It's never going to be this year. I want to be surprised by how far they go in the playoffs. I'm not going to be shocked if they get bounced in the first round. I'm not going to feel good about it, but I'm not going to be shocked. This team has just been – There's. An, I have no read on them. I have no idea what team's going out any given night. My friend was like, I lost a lot of money on your Celtics, and I told him, you're an absolute moron for betting on the Boston Celtics. <laughs> there's, yeah. there's no there's – no, it's so unpredictable. There's no slight like consistency, even if it's a losing consistency or a winning consistency. Like right. the smartest thing you can do is bet they Vegas gives them way too many points over people. Still, it's like the best thing you can do is like take the 13 points they're giving to the Spurs because the Spurs are probably gonna almost win, <laughs> and they almost did. It's just yeah. that that game was nuts. But I don't know. And and, well, and I'm tired of the comeback. I'm tired of the comeback. Congratulations on coming back from being down by 30. Why were you down by 30? Why can you only yeah, win when you're th- throttled? And you should not have come back from that. No, not at all. Popovich is probably still losing sleep over that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but, yeah. No, that's well, all I got. It is what it is. Let's go to the ice where we have a surefire playoff team. Speaking of not having many games left before the playoffs... I just got back from both games out in New Jersey where the Bruins got it done in the first game, which made the second game way more fun. Yeah. Um, the the Bruins needed one point going into Monday night's game against New Jersey, um, or they needed a, a Rangers loss. We got two points and the Rangers loss, so we were in no matter what. Right. So we clinched the playoff spot, punched the ticket. Now we're in third place. We go from fourth place to third place. Um, we're up over the Islanders. And what happened to them? Um. Well, I've been saying this for like a really long time, probably like 10, 15 years. The Islanders suck. <laughs> um, and like, I don't care that they have a good team right now. They're not going to win. And I will tell everybody on the island but, the same thing. But you would also They're agree. Like, you would also agree that they like to pretend how good they are until the playoffs. Yeah. So this is a no, little bit of a letting off the gas pedal too soon, is it not? They they pretend that they're so good until they're down by one goal in the first period and they go, "Well, season's over." I'm like, "Bro, you're in second place, my dude. What do you what do you want? Yeah. What do you mean the season's over? I've had this conversation a hundred times with with Islander fans. It's like, you guys are in second place in the division. You're down by one goal in the first period of a game that is twenty games away from the playoffs. How is the season over? But, whatever. Anyways, I'm not afraid of the Islanders. 
I don't care that they have a good team. They have a great coach, and that's the one thing that I'm scared about because uh, playing that team ever. Perry, Barry Trotz is such a good coach yeah. that he's unpredictable on – he could beat you. Yeah. He, he he knows how, how to put a team together. He knows how to send the guys out there when, when necessary. He's a great hockey mind, and that's what I'm worried about with that team. But to be fair, the only team that I would be concerned about playing right now is Washington. And if we were to start the playoffs today, that would be who we go up against, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, because one plays four and two plays three. So they're in second, we're in third. And um, I, I, the reason I say that we're, I'm worried about playing them is because I think that they're the most skilled team in the in the playoffs in our division right now. And I think that I'm worried about the cheap play that Tom Wilson, that is Tom Wilson. What do you mean? Is, are you talking about the uh, the green light to just take out a top player for the end of the year and not get suspended? Is that... Is that what you're talking about with Tom Wilson? That's not what I was talking about, but that only adds to my list of reasons why I don't want to play against him. Sure. Because one, he's a he's a very skilled player. He is uh, much much like Marshan, like he can score goals and all that. Yeah. He's not as good as Marshan, but I'm just saying he needs to cut out the additional stuff like Marshan did. Right. And yeah, of course, he's still going to be that little rat that's always like bothering people and whatever. But he he turned his game around. He hasn't been suspended in over five years. And if Tom Wilson did the same, he'd have a lot more respect around the league. He'd be a much better, um, you know, contributor on the offensive side for Washington, which I I feel like they need. Um, So it's not just Oshie and uh, who's that other guy on there? Who's the guy that shoot? He scores a lot of goals and um, he's like really good at scoring goals. You must be talking about uh, Kuznetsov. Yeah, yeah, and um, and Ova Chicken, Ova Chicken, yeah, that guy. Oh yeah, the, he's from uh, where? Uh, he's Ukrainian, right? Uh, Mother Russia. Mother Russia. Mother Russia. Anyways, I, I think you know it, it's it's too bad because I you know I I like the toughness of the game of, of hockey. Me too. But I think that there's a line that you need to draw and that you need to figure out because. If if we are going to talk about that a little bit with this these, the thing that Wilson was not suspended for was kind of body slamming Panarin to the ice with no helmet on, um, throwing some punches to a player that was down and in kind of a, like a prone position if you will, attacking somebody on, yeah. you know for that which just wasn't necessary, especially for both, um, a a team that is, in the playoffs a clinched playoff spot and a team that's not in the playoffs. I mean, you're not fighting for a playoff spot at that point. You're already in. So I don't see why you're trying to um, hurt players. But what came out today, and I don't know if, how true it is. I think it came from the Athletics. So, I, you know, obviously that's a reputable source, but I, I'm i not going to say it is 100% true. There was a lot of backlash to Paros, the uh, Department of Player Safety uh, VP, I think, that he didn't suspend Tom Wilson. There's a lot of people calling for his job, yeah. I mean, one of those is is the New York Rangers, yeah, but yeah, a lot of people But the other the thing Rangers was organization, yeah. There was a rumor, there is a rumor going around that he didn't even want to suspend Tom Wilson for his hit on Carlo where he basically took Carlo out for 2 months. Yeah. Um until Bettman stepped in and basically forced him to suspend him. So, if he didn't want to suspend him for that hit, he didn't suspend him for what he did the other night. 
I mean, I don't know what this guy has. Either you know he has a soft spot for Wilson or what is Glenn what Campbell is it, used but, to have his job, right? Yes, I thought Glenn Campbell crushed it at this job. I thought he was he a got a lot of he, he got a lot of bad press as well, though. I know, but like it's just I guess it's just comparing it to Peros. It's not a good. It's not a good job to have. I would not want to have it. It's not good. But I found it. Even though you can always find discrepancies, I found it that he was. It, it's night and day consistency compared to Peros. And maybe you're right. Maybe I'm misremembering. And I, I'm sure I remember ch- chattering, you know, Glenn Campbell to, to I don't know, as if I could ever yell at him in any sort of way, but just chirping like, you know, what the, you know, what the hell is that? But well. I just don't know, like, if people out there that are listening know anything about Parosis, he was not, like, he was a tough guy, he was a, a goon, or whatever you want to call it, so it doesn't really seem like, it kind of seems like a conflict of interest to put him in that position, you know, he he has thrown the book at a lot of players, and, like, for, for different things, and suspended them for things that they should have been when suspended for, When was he in the league maybe, last? It wasn't long. So it like, wasn't long so ago. So, like, there's a chance that he has le- legitimate grudges with some guys and shit? Oh, I, is there I con- suppose, Is there yeah. conflict of interest? Like, has he played with people? Who, I mean, he must have played with, at the same time as Bergeron, I'd imagine, if he's been around that oh, long. Oh, absolutely. No, no, no. He, that, he, that, I think, is uh, a huge problem. I don't think anyone should be in that position who has played with any of the guys who are still on the ice today. I don't care if it is Patrice Bergeron, who I consider the diplomat of hockey. But so he retired. He retired from hockey in 2014. So he's been out of the league for six years. Like, it's not long enough. There's plenty of guys who have been in this league for longer than six years. That's crazy. He's played. You could yeah. probably argue he's played with. I'd say what? Maybe half. At least. Maybe more. Two thirds might be yeah. pushing it because we are getting younger. But right. Yeah, that's that just seems nuts to me. You probably played with Tom yeah. Wilson then. How long? That's right around when Tom probably got started, right? I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, he's definitely he's played with a lot of these guys, especially like the vets. He's played with all of them, all of the veteran players. He's played with all of them. I mean, let's be real. We talk about like we've seen um, Lucic uh, get suspended for things in the past or whatever. He's been playing since 2010, 2011, 2009. I think he was drafted or around that time. So. I mean, he's played with all these guys that have previous histories even of of stuff when he was in the league. So, like I said, he was a tough guy. He was a fighter. He was a this and that. He wasn't, like, known to be this crazy goal scorer or anything. So, this is, like, it, that's why I feel it, it may be a conflict of interest. A lot of people were excited about him going in there at the beginning because they thought, you know, he has this experience. He knows what these guys think like on the ice when they're doing bonehead plays or bonehead like putting themselves in in bad situations and they thought that it'd be a good thing but it doesn't seem to be working out the way that they expected it to no maybe uh maybe next they'll try matt cook yeah it, it, yep they'll probably put him in there yeah yep followed by uh <laughs> i mean matt cook's the ultimate there's no followed by <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> Anyways, I knew I told you I knew this was going to go off the rails a little bit. We started talking about the Bruins. And I we mean, started talking about Tom Wilson. I mean, it's it's a good debate, dude. I spent all day that day when I was working. I sometimes I remember to turn the television on, and sometimes I'm smart enough to not to. Um, and it was there was so, it was the most hockey talk I've seen in a while, and it was all the Tom Wilson hit. You know, on ESPN. Did you ha- have you seen anything about what's going on in the Ranger Capital game tonight? No. So. 
just to just to give you a little heads up, I haven't checked since, but in the first five minutes of the game, there were six fights. Wow. So six fighting majors in within five minutes of the game, immediately when they dropped the puck. Um, I mean, that's what you got to do when nothing happens. That's the whole idea. That's why start. fighting happens. It's the policing yep. of the game. Yeah. Um, also, quick, quick thing. Two quick things. Chara got tossed from the game. He mouthed off to somebody on the Ranger bench, and he got thrown out of the game. That's pretty wild. I don't know why. Um, I'm sure that we'll find out after. But the other thing is... Dude, the Capitals are keeping him young, I'll tell you. Well, the other thing that's weird is that nobody fought... He didn't fight anybody. There were six fights, and he wasn't part of any of them. And he was on the ice. So people find that kind of odd, and it's... I don't know, you know, take it for what you want, but, I mean... So they it is strange. So the, he's, he's this is he's just, he is fighting all he's been fighting all year. The puck drops and three fights start immediately. Yep. Nick down on and Kevin there were six Rooney, fighting Hagelin majors within Blackwell, Hathaway on yep. uh, DiGiuseppe, and then Tom Wilson touches the ice and Brendan Smith takes him on fifty seconds into the game. Oh, that was the other thing. Tom Wilson left the game with a quote unquote upper body injury. Is that because they don't want any more problems? Is that because they don't want people going for his head? Is that because, you know, there's a lot of things that we could speculate, but... I mean, dude, um, what he did was... I I, I, I thought it was... So one of the people on Around the Horn quoted it as blatant disrespect, like blatantly has no respect for his fellow players, and that's... A, that's it's exactly just uncalled it for. It's uncalled for, but it also is yeah. just like you don't respect them. Like you literally could end his his career... Like well, the fact that he didn't have a helmet on was the was the major thing for me. It's right, like, and you he's, know this guy. Like you called you called it just a body slam. I uh, to me it looks like he's glove punching the back of his head towards. Well, the I'm ice. talking about Panarin. No, that's what I know. I know. He's yeah. Tom is glove punching the back of pa- Panarin's head towards the ice. Yeah, and the the fact that he's literally half his size is is another thing. It's like you don't need to use that much force on the guy. It's a whole thing. Yeah. You know, I, I I know I sound like a hypocrite because, like I said, I, I love the, the tough aspect of the game, but there are certain I just things think, where you have to draw the line. I just think we're, I, I think we're defining our line. And maybe it's a lot, you know, you know, maybe a lot of the, everybody listening is like, I don't know, maybe, maybe our line's a lot sooner. But it's just like, I think there's a purpose to fighting. And I think when you have stuff like Tom Wilson, that's what's going to ruin it. That's what's going to have these people who don't even watch our game come in and change it. And there's going to be no more fighting. It's the it's the it's extracurricular. Yeah. And like it's it's pointless. It really is. So I I think you and I pointing out that this is kind of our line a little bit is also for the sake of being able to keep an argument that we want to keep fighting because if it's just like, you know, it's part of the sport, it's like yes, it is part of the sport, but it's the unwritten rules of why it even comes to be. It's a lack of respect, or it's a ref missed something, or it's a dirty play, or whatever it is. It's, you know, it's policing the game. That's my biggest belief in fighting. The refs can't catch everything, or they deliberately just don't make the right call on some stuff, and you got to go out there and, and, like, you know, rough somebody up to, to defend your guy. Or, on the contrary, it's, you know, getting your team going. You go down two goals, your goon goes out there and picks a fight. I love that. It's just, it's an energy boost, you know? But, you know, yeah. this this isn't even a fight we're talking about. This is a right. scuffle. His gloves weren't off. This is an after-play scuffle that was just far too over the top. 
and I, and should have been a suspension. I, I I don't understand it. I won't understand why it wasn't a suspension. So I don't I don't know. Well, I, I don't think you're a hypocrite at all. I just think we're defining that we have a line. I guess. I mean, I think the reason that it, it's so frustrating that it wasn't a suspension is because the guy's been suspended this year for stupid stuff. He's a repeat offender. Yeah. He's clearly going out there to... Which to... I think your record needs to come into play. I, it does. I, I think your reputation consistent, consistently should be counted towards your suspension, like, or, or factored in. Right. I don't see, I don't see why I don't that's know, ridiculous. And that, that's why I think it's so ridiculous that Tom Wilson didn't get it for this. Well, and, and that's the other thing, too, is that... <sighs> We, we've seen the thing that's frustrating is he was fined five thousand dollars what is five thousand dollars no nothing you know like which is the max to I the average person the so, somebody uh, yeah that's so, the maximum to the you average even person right I mean we've seen Tortorello gets uh get fined more money for like walking out on a press conference than than that I mean it's just ridiculous yes. I mean Kyrie Irving just when got twenty five thousand dollars because he didn't want to talk to the 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 press last night after they blew a game against Milwaukee it's crazy well but that's the thing too is like so I saw today that Goss Spare from Philly got suspended for two games he's gonna lose $77,000 or something like that in in salary so like there should be $5,000 is absolutely nothing to any player in this league I don't care if they're the lowest salary in the league like that's nothing to them if you're not gonna suspend them you should be allowed to Make it hurt. At least, at least, at least, like the fine should be relative to whatever a day's pay would be. If they're going to let him play, fine. Still, don't make him play without pay for a day. I am so sorry for how much that rhymed, but (laughs) but like really, seventy seven thousand dollars out of his contract for missing two games. Tom Wilson will throw five thousand dollars to try to end someone else's life. Like it's just like. That's what I mean. It's it's you know when when I think Ovechkin got fined five thousand dollars earlier this year for whatever he did speared somebody speared I don't know yeah. whatever it was yeah um he he's gonna take the five thousand dollar fine every time if he's not gonna get suspended or anything if that's it he's gonna take it every time oh yeah especially Ovi I don't know but the point is I think that. Something needs to be done or something, you know, This it, that's the other problem, too, is that I watched some of this game tonight and players are getting injured because of what Tom Wilson did and there was no, like, this wouldn't have happened. These six fighting majors would not have happened if, if he was suspended. No, obviously. I mean, there would, would have be been playing, a fight, yeah. maybe. Yeah. But, you know, I, I saw someone tonight, a Ranger player got tossed out of the game because he skated up to a uh, Washington player and literally cross-checked him in the face. Like, this dude is going to get injured because of what Tom Wilson did. And you are like, your team is going to be hurt going into the playoffs yeah. and you guys still will support him or, or you, you'll still stand by being like, Oh, I just thought it was kind of like, a, you know, it was just a rough situation. Like, you know, they were, they were tussling and this was that. And like, it is what it is. It's hockey. It's like, no man, that's not the same thing. No, it's not intent to injure is not just hockey. Yeah, it's not. And I'm sorry, but this is, this all falls on the NHL to me. You can tell guys that, like, oh, don't stoop to his level. Get out of here. Give me a break. Don't stoop to his level. You, have you ever watched hockey before? Get, well, not like, to mention, like, like you, NHL could have stopped this. When your emotions this. get going, yeah. NHL could have stopped this with a suspension, and they didn't. And so any any damages since then. And now watch. Now watch the, the player who cross-checks someone in the face get suspended. 
I'm sure he will. But I don't know. I don't know man. I it's it's they're it's not handling ridiculous. It well. It's it's poor. It's it's poorly done. But you know what we should do is we should talk about the Bruins. We should, man. Wow, that was quite a. I mean, there was a lot to say about. I mean, that's the biggest hockey's been talked about in a while. You got yeah, Tom Wilson all true. over every ESPN afternoon show. I'm not. I'm talking. Pardon the interruption. Around the horn, all of them, all of them bringing yeah. up this play, and uh, and then you know on through Sports Center. So it's just you know it's the biggest hockey's been talked about in quite some time. Yeah, and it's not really a great look. No, it's bad. It's it's bad. Like the best press is terrible press. So that's it's tough. It's tough, especially as hockey's about to go to, go towards ESPN. It just I think we run a real risk of having the, our game sterilized. You know, and I I, I want to keep fighting, but. Well, especially because ESPN does not know how to how to talk hockey or do hockey no. at all, so they're going to see this as, oh, this is how it is, and it's just going to be a bigger problem. But yeah. let me tell you a little something about a guy named Taylor Hall. Okay, yeah, you ever heard of him? I, I remember him from um, I want to say it was like two thousand and seven, eight. Mm-hmm. He was uh, yeah. he was coming out of uh, the OHL, which is a juniors league, I believe, in the. Mm-hmm. Canada and uh I really wanted the Bruins to to get him but he got he got taken first and so the Bruins got Tyler yeah. Sagan and then uh, I don't remember anything Shout out Tyler Sagan. until like a couple months ago or a month ago <laughs> but that's all I yeah no I really I, so, I remember really wanting him and now I feel like I kind of have him well let me tell you this he's on the Bruins whoa I don't know if you know and uh, he scored a goal the other day. He yeah. also has scored a bunch of other goals for the Bruins so far. And yeah. this guy looks like he wants to be here. Yes. And he looks like he wants to win. I mean, I, I said this, you know, I said to somebody uh, when we first got Taylor Hall, and because I've watched him over the years, because, I mean, he's a stud player. Like, he's he's a great player. I always thought that he was awesome. I he's always a, wanted him to come and he's here. He's a bit of a bust. I mean, you, people would have ex- expected more out of Taylor. And to say he's a bust is like, I know, I'm pretty sure he's been an all-star and everything like that. But it's just like, you know, this guy looked like perennial talent. This guy looked like Hall of Fame bound. And not to say, you know, it's, he's still pretty young in his career. I mean, not young, but, you know, he's still got a career to go. Who knows? But, you know, Taylor Hall's been a little bit of a letdown. Well, so this is the best team that he's ever been on. Hands down. Um. He what's won second, the Hart Trophy. What's second, Edmonton? One of the Edmonton uh, teams when they got McDavid? No. No. I would say probably New Jersey. Mm-hmm. It was the Literally, New Jersey is the only team that he's ever made the playoffs with. Wow. So, I, I got to think that it's New Jersey, yeah, right? right. Yeah. So, he won the Hart Trophy out there, and then he went to, I think he went to Phoenix after that, and then he went to, to Buffalo, but... I mean, it looks like he's got a little bit of a resurgence in, in his career. He looks like he's really playing well. And, I mean, being on the line with David Krejci is is elevated both of their games. And Craig Smith is only helping that just in every other way possible. What a great line. Um, whether Krejci's he's hustling or... In. What a great line. The second line is, is playing amazing right now. So, I think that... Like uh, oh, what I was saying was I I said to a friend that is from Edmonton and he watched a lot of Taylor Hall um, coming into the league. I was like, does this guy have any emotion? Because every time I see him, he's just straight faced and like you know he can make a good pass and be like, eh, cool, I don't really care. But every time he scores on the Bruins and every time you know the, he he's getting psyched up. He's he's hyped to be on this team and he's hyped to be not the the face of what everyone wants him to be like the savior and he's not that guy. So. He's like the 
he's like Kyrie. He wants to be a big deal, but he doesn't want to be the face. Yeah. And he's not, he's not like as much of a bitch, you know? This is the perfect situation. Well, Kyrie thinks he yeah. wants to be a leader, but wants none of the leader's responsibility. Yeah, exactly. Taylor so, just wants to blend in and not be asked what's wrong with the team when he just wants to blend in. This is the perfect situation for him. Exactly, and he's thriving right now. And I think that if we can keep this up going into the playoffs, then we're going to be a hard team to beat. Um, and I know we lost in New Jersey one of those two games, but we lost in overtime. We got a point. Right now we got 69 points, just so you Let's know. Let's go. Um, third place, and we're looking good. I mean, how do you feel about this team going into the playoffs? I like them. Uh, we're playing a lot of – we're playing some of our best hockey, I feel like, of late. I mean – I don't know. It's like the where the Celtics drop all the games they need to win amongst beating teams that you don't expect them to. The Bruins will beat teams that you don't necessarily expect them to and then trickle in those losses still. And they've happened. You know, I mean, you know, the deed was done, but dropping to New Jersey in overtime still doesn't particularly tickle my fancy by or any by any means or anything like that. But I don't know. I I feel great. I think we're I think we're a scary third seed. Um Right now, with with how the games have gone, it looks like we're matched up against Pittsburgh. I, I'm fine with either way. It's going to be a bloodbath either way. I don't necessarily want Washington, but I, I imagine if we don't get them first, we will find them second. Um, so I feel I feel great about this team. I, this is the best I've felt about the top six since I can remember, really. I mean, even in the Blues, it, it just felt like, I don't know. I was into it. It was never this. It was never this solid. No, this is the most solid our top six has been in terms of forwards in a long time. And um, I'll say it. I'll do. It, I'll do it right now. Caps off to to Sweeney. I think he's done a lot of work with this team. I think any any shortcomings have been through injury or just poor performance. And um, I think he's put together a roster that can can hoist a cup. It's 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 on them to to put it together. Yeah, I think I think this is going to be a good team going into the playoffs. As long as we can get some people back, we get to stay a little bit healthy. Then, you know, we're we're I'm feeling good and I'm I'm excited. I actually got my uh, playoff tickets today for the first two rounds. Wow! So how many games? Uh, I have tickets for all the games, but that doesn't necessarily mean we'll play all the games. You know, obviously mm-hmm. we have to make it to the second round, and who knows with with seeding. Um, I have games for one, two, and three at home, but or one and two at home. I think for for each round because I don't think game three goes on sale unless it is played. Right. Um. So yeah, I, I'm excited, man. I'm looking forward to getting back to some playoff games and and. Now they're about you know. to kick up uh, attendance, right? Or did they do that already? They just uh, Monday. 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 I think the, this Monday coming up, they they do. It'll be twenty five percent, right? So the last home game of the season, yeah, it'll be twenty five percent. It's against the Islanders. Nice, I like that. So we have two games. We have we have the Rangers tomorrow, uh, Thursday and, and Saturday, and then we have the Islanders Monday and Washington away on Tuesday, and then that's it, man. Then we we start the playoffs and, um, yeah. Very curious about that Washington game. Um, hey, actually, speaking of Washington, I just wanna I, I do want to say something right now because I just happened to look. Um, I was looking for something to talk about real quick, and then I got sidetracked. TJ Oshie just scored a hat trick. Yeah. And the reason that this is a big deal is because this is the first game that he has played since his father yeah. uh, passed that. away. Yeah, I saw that as well. Yeah. So that's a really cool, you know, with this whole 
situation going on with the Rangers in Washington and the in the craziness going on. I think it's a really cool thing for um, a lot of people to see because, like, you know, we're, we were just talking about how some outside perspective is on the game that we love to watch. I mean, in hockey and, you know, this game right here might be one of the best <laughs> kind of for for a new viewer. Because you see a hat trick. You see a very emotional hat trick. You see a lot of fights, which a lot of people like. I mean, I think maybe it was a little overkill on the fights yeah. because of the situation. Yeah. But I'm just saying, you know, this is a very entertaining game to watch if you are a casual fan. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, I can't wait to get into the highlights. I, I got to see all that stuff. Yeah. And uh, and also, shout out David Back is playing his last game at uh, in St. Louis tonight as a member of the Ducks. Um, everybody knows his numbers getting retired in St. Louis as he, as it should. Um, so shout out him because we're a pro I love David pod. Backus. Yeah, we're, we're a fully pro Backus pod over here. Stands for sure. Absolutely. But yeah, I mean, like I said, I'm feeling good about this Bruins team going into the playoffs and, and I'm looking forward to, to the playoffs starting and, and how far, what's your prediction? How far do you think that we'll go? Kind of similar to the Celtics question you asked me, like, I expect us, us to be in the Eastern Conference Finals. I do. Okay. Um, All right. And I think we can. I think. I think this could be a good year. So now, would you? Let me give you two scenarios here. Would you? Do you think that you have that same prediction if we face up against Washington? Washington in the first round. Yeah. Yep. Okay. I, I have that. So I have that think... feeling with the idea that we have to go through Washington, whether it's the first or the second round. Okay. Because to me, that's the team to beat, right? Like, yeah, I, I think I mean, it is. I mean, Pittsburgh is like, you know, they got glimmers, and they've they've given us a little bit of trouble here and there. Who hasn't? We've lost to everyone we've played. Um, to be honest, I, I, I don't even know who we would play in the next – like, who's the next division that we're going to end up teaming up or going I, up against I, I don't understand if we that do either. make it? Yeah, is, is Canada going over to the West Coast or what? I, I don't understand. Yeah. yeah. Or do we play Central? I mean, it's it's weird. It's going to be strange. might be like whoever's remaining, it might be like ranking-based. They'll do they'll do first team versus fourth Ooh. and whatever again. That would be interesting. Yeah. It'll be weird to like look at whatever they call a bracket for this. <laughs> yeah. But. Well, then I will leave us on this that we have, we currently, like I said, have 69 points, 52 games, four games We got left. room to jump. Got room to and jump. And we do have room to jump. We're four points I mean, away Washington. from a tied Pittsburgh and Washington. Yeah. And and like I said, with with four or potentially eight points. So we could end up in first place. I don't know if that's gonna happen, but I think that no. we'll end up my, my guess is two or three. I mean, I, I think you'll I think you'll see a lot of that, you know, making sure we're healthy going in type stuff that you were talking about, hoping that we heal up. I think you'll see, you know. Cassidy making sure we do that uh, which is I think smart, realistically which is you, we're in we, we're like in, and again like I like I think they have the same attitude that I have which is just we're gonna play whatever team whenever we don't you know we're gonna have to get through right x y and z no matter what let's be as healthy as we can let's give some right. rest so well we got a couple games left and, and and the the Washington game could be in the Islander game too they could be kind of a big deal as far as seeding goes so totally. those games could be interesting totally yeah it'll be interesting to see if there's any rest the washington game is going to be really interesting in my opinion 
being the last game of the season. Yeah, because it's because it's last game of the season. You think, oh, they're going to rest before the playoffs. It could be that it's clear that we're going to be playing Washington at that point. So yeah. you're going to see just a bunch of backups, or you know, a, a bunch of healthy scratches, or is it like get a feel for it, or is it playing for seeding? I don't know. It, it, it's going to. Well, I think it, it's going to be. Interesting. It's really going to depend on if it does matter for seeding or not. Like yeah. if it doesn't matter, I, I think that you're going to see an AHL team on both sides. Not not completely, no, but I think you're going to see some of these other guys like, you know, Anton Bleed could be in there. Yeah. Um, and you won't see Berge playing a ton of minutes and whatever, but yeah. It's going to be interesting. Shout out to Swayman. Dude, shout out Sway Train for sure. The future is, is bright in the net, in my opinion. That that That's what kind of bummed me out about the Halak loss last night was that I think that he sees his tunnel kind of closing up a little bit. Yeah. And to be fair, I, I will say this. The Bruins don't play good in front of him, and I think that that sucks because I love Halak. I think he's a great goalie, a backup, um, but they don't play very well in front of him, and they've hung him out to dry a lot of times. They haven't, you know, they, they, especially in a game like that where, I don't know, the Devils didn't want to lose their last home game of the season in front of all their fans or all six of them, or they, um, you know, they, they just – Wanted it more than us, I guess, even though it didn't really mean anything for them at all. They're completely out of the playoffs, but I don't know. I, I think that the Bruins needed to step up a little bit better for Halak and get, get a win for him. He's He's been hurting on that end. Totally agree. Totally agree. Um, it is a bummer. But I, I just hope – can we have three goalies in on our playoff roster? I believe so. I, hope, I just hope we do, just in case. Be a bummer to end. I, I mean, I think that they could always have, like, in case they could have two, and then if someone got hurt, they could pull him in. You know. Yeah. Yeah. But. Yeah. Either way, you know, I'm looking forward to the playoffs to see who you know who we roll with. Is it going to be Tuco with Swayman as the backup? I think that it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but once we get a little bit closer after these next couple games, I think we'll have a better picture of that. And and who knows, Halak might be the next uh, backup goalie for the Seattle Kraken. That'd be nice. I don't know. Sorry, sorry to say it. I don't know. <laughs> Just take, if you take Kalak in the expansion draft, that's fine. Go ahead. That's fine. I think he's a free agent. I don't even think that they would have to take oh, him. Oh man. Well. Yeah. Well, let's get excited for playoffs because we're certainly going to have a big off season to talk about. No matter what happens with the use of Bruins, we care about. It's going to be quite the off season here on the Balcony Chatter Podcast. I think we should get some, uh, I don't know, maybe some mock some mock expansion drafts just to see what the crack can cool. look like get some fun going i i love a good expansion draft man i really do it's fun so uh well i'm a, i'm the other way so i hate no, it no it's so terrifying but it's it's i think it's good for the sport to make those teams good at, uh, off the bat it makes more sense for them to be good yeah. but i still hate it yeah it's it's nerve-wracking and terrifying and i hope they don't take it into what i like <laughs> I think they're going to take Jake DeBrusque, but we will talk hey, about that later. But maybe that'll be an okay thing. We don't, we don't know. We don't know how we feel. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going into the playoffs. Let's go. Right. I can't wait. Let's go. We have another episode, actually, before the playoffs even start. So yep. we we're will gonna have uh, a lot better we'll, feel. We'll, we'll have a preview. Maybe we can get some heads in here, talk about other teams and stuff. Get it going. Yep. Thank. Good to be back, baby. Sorry it's been a minute. Dude. We got more coming in, so we'll we'll be back with uh, with more stuff next week. Alrighty, stretched, stretched. Was it all in my head? Didn't see-